your girl autumn and i welcome you back to the lit life podcast where i encourage you to live your life autonomously hey y'all so y'all know i be hella trash some days with this podcast stuff like i try really hard to be as consistent as possible right and, you know, I try really hard not to make excuses about it. Um, although, <laughs> I just feel like I've had so much going on. So, so very much going on. Uh, so, anyways, but I'm I'm here now. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm here now. Um, I'm going to try to finish the season out strong. I just started this season. What is this episode? What? 93 so it's like the fourth episode in this season um so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to keep them stay on track y'all know I just be it just be a lot but anyways what up niggas happy black history month I haven't um I really haven't like gotten like super excited up. like last year I was like hella excited about black history month I don't know why um I don't know. I just, I'm, I, I have not, um, gotten like super excited about it. And I, I, I really don't know why. And maybe also, I, I don't know, you know, for those of you who like follow me on social media, whatever, um, you guys know that you you will have noticed that I haven't been on, um, like Twitter lately. I I'm, I'm on tagged. I'm on tag daily, but it's pretty mindless. Like I literally just press the go live button and that's that. And I'm working and I'm, you know, chatting and working and chatting. And that's really all it is. So it's pretty mindless. Like I don't have to, you know, do anything to, to do that really. Like I don't have to really think about it, but, um, social media, I really haven't been on, uh, I really haven't been on uh, probably, In the last, I don't know, like two months, I haven't had a, a heavy social media presence like I typically do. Um, and, and again, that's just due to a whole lot of different things that just has been going on. You know, you guys know I, I got, bought a house, I moved, I you know, had COVID, I had all this stuff. And I guess, I honestly, I'm still recovering. And it's weird because it seems like it's all of this like moving and closing on the house and having COVID and um, things getting started up at work. It seems like it's all just dragging out, right? Like it seems like (laughs) 
it seems like I can't like dig out of this uh this hole that just keeps going and going. But I know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and I had said all that because I was talking about Black History Month and how I wasn't like really really excited. But I think it's just overall, um, just I really just haven't been tuned in too much outside of myself and. You know, I it's like I kind of want to apologize for it because I don't feel like I have been like the best friend lately. I don't feel like I have like been the best like family member, mom, sister, daughter. You know what I'm saying? Because I've just been so engulfed with myself and trying to get myself back on track. You know, that type of stuff makes you feel, you know, it makes you feel away, but I have to do what I have to do. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, um, so yeah, speaking of, of the house, I wanted to just give you guys an update on that. Um, I've been in this house a month and a half and it seems like every, you know, maybe once a week I find something in the house that is, that I'd look at and I'll be like, what, what? the fuck are these niggas in here doing or not doing like <laughs> it's just it's just and and this and this house is not like old right it's not like hella old it wasn't brand you know wasn't brand new or built from the ground up like black folks say as if you can build the house from like the sky down but it's not an old house either and it just amazes me at just some of the stuff so like a couple of weeks ago and I it just it just dawned on me like the other day when I was looking in the closet there's a closet in here in in my office and it's just a small regular you know regular closet so I was in there and I was like you know putting things in the closet and I just so happened you know like you can if you're if you're look if you're stepping into the closet like you're looking towards the back of the closet like the wall i turn to my left so where i'm ended up looking at like cuz i'm now i'm like kind of in the closet so i'm kind of looking at the wall that's connected to the door and it's like a big ass hole right there but it's cut out. It's like a cut out square. I don't want to say like super. It's probably maybe like, I don't know, maybe four by four or something like that. I, I, I don't know. I, it's big to me, right? I mean, it's literally big enough that PJ could fit in there because she jumped, it came in the closet, jumped in the closet. And when I, while I wasn't looking, she started sticking her head down the, the hole. Now, I, if she gets stuck in that hole, I would have to, like, literally, like, bust a hole in the wall to get her out. Like, it, 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 but it's that big. Like, she can fit through that hole. But I'm like, what, what was y'all in here? Like, why is this here? Why is this here? Somebody said, you might want to look down there. Maybe they hid something in there. Well, I'm thinking if they hid something down there, they probably cut the, cut, you know, the wall, that part of the wall out to get it out or something. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm not looking down that motherfucker. I'm going to patch it up and I'm going to let that be that. 
But aside from that, um, I painted my bedroom and I was so freaking nervous about the color because I had picked a different color first and I... I, you know, I got like a sample or whatever and wrote it on the wall and I liked it, but I was like something about it was just, I just, I just wanted something different. So, um, after y'all know how I procrastinate and just be dealing with this anxiety and shit, like I literally like just procrastinated until I felt like I couldn't procrastinate anymore because I need to, to buy a bed. I have a bed, but I'm getting a new bed and I want to buy the bed, but I can't couldn't can't focus on buying the bed until the room is painted so last weekend or last what Friday um I went to Home Depot I had like kind of the idea of the color that I wanted in mind and just stood at the wall until I picked one like I literally picked up (laughs) probably like six samples and just kind of just looked through them or whatever and was like you know what fucking I'm gonna just go with this one and it actually came out really well. Um, when I painted the office in here, it, so like they had painted and it was like spots and all type of shit on the, the uh, ceiling. And so I bought, I took a little sample of, um, you know, like the ceiling paint and took it to Home Depot and had them match it so that I can do the ceiling paint. But when I painted it up there, it still looks like a different color. So it looks like there's a a line going around. You really can't tell unless you're like really, really looking, but it looks like there's a line going around. So when I went this time to, um, no, I didn't go to Home Depot. I went to, um, no, I went to Home Depot, but I also went to uh, Sherwin-Williams because it's like right around the corner from me. And I had them match the paint, the ceiling paint, and they got the exact match. So what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to go around this office again, um, you know, go around the, the, the trim of the ceiling again so that it can dry and be the right color. But the bedroom came out pretty perfect. So... I think the next project is going to be um, painting the master bathroom. Um, And then after that, and and I'll touch, I'm hoping the same day, because the bathroom is, is, you know, it's smaller. Um, I'm hoping the same day that I can get up here on this ladder and and do the ceiling again. But I'm going to tell y'all what, getting up on that damn ladder, like... I be sore for like four days after that. Like just you, you using the muscles that I'm trying to balance with, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I'm so scared that I'm gonna fucking fall off of that damn ladder. And then it just, nothing would be okay. But so I hate it by the way. I just wanted to put that in there, but um, things are coming along. Things are coming along. Um, I've had a few people ask me, if I was going to have a housewarming, uh, probably not. And the reason why is because I don't feel like being the one to put it together. Like I just, I'm just not in the mood. Like I don't feel like, you know, even though it would be great to, you know, get, get, even if it was like virtual, you know what I'm saying? It would be great to get gifts and things like that. But I just, I'm just not in the mood to put it together. Like, I'm just not like I, 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 
I don't mind planning parties and events and stuff or helping out with planning them but I don't like to do that for myself so I'm just not it's just not gonna happen it just is what it is um but you know it's all good it's all good so uh you know let's go ahead and get to it So speaking of being a new homeowner, I'm just going to get straight to the point uh, today. And today was not the first day, but it was a different person. Um, I'm in the house minding my business and someone's knocking at the door. I'm like, and I'm mad because I have not installed my video doorbell yet. Um, but I'll be getting that installed this weekend. So I go downstairs. I didn't open the door because, nigga, nah, nah, I was not expecting anybody over here. And I'm just, like, yelling out the window or whatever. It is yet another ADT security system representative. Oh, we know you just closed on this house. Um, not, not, not once did he, you know, ask my name or say or say my name or anything like that. He's just like... We know you just closed on the house uh, a little over a month ago, and uh, you you had a credit sitting on the house. Now, how, and he said of twenty five hundred dollars. How did I have a credit sitting on the house? How was that possible? Like, whatever. I let him stand his dumb ass out there and get it all out, and I was like, eh, no thanks, I'm not interested. Oh, you want to let the credit go? Absolutely, because I am not interested in your services. This house has had ADT and it has had um, ECM or whatever the other company is. There's literally two um, <laughs> two security pads in this house that I'm going to have taken down and put up something different. But it'll be probably be self-monitoring. It'll be something that, you know, I install or someone else, you know, that I call over to install myself. And that's going to be that. Like, bro, stop coming to my house. Stop sending. And to all the fucking scammers, like, stop. I have gotten letter after letter after letter after letter um, uh, saying that, you know, I need to call this phone number because it has something to do with uh, this house or me closing on this house. And it's not giving me any type of information or anything and it's just so whack I'm just so tired of scammers so my shut the fuck up award goes to the scammers and yes I feel like ADT be, be scamming like I do you are not you're you just came to my house and lie and then he was like and I'm not you know I'm just stopping by I'm like the something something manager I'm not the salesperson blah 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 okay but you're at my house trying to sell me a security system I'm not doing that like we're not going there and I'm not doing that anyways um so fuck them scammers today's today I just want to have a probably short conversation about um imposter syndrome and I, I you know I think it's it's one of those because you know we I never I'll say I I won't speak for everybody but I had never heard of anything called imposter syndrome like growing up or anything so I feel like it's kind of like a um even if it was if even if it was a thing um back then it's kind of 
It's, it's like somebody kind of coined it, you know, in the last, I don't know, five to seven years. And you're starting to hear it a lot more than, you know, what you, you know, what we would have typically, um, where we have t- typically heard it. So what is imposter syndrome? And just full disclosure, I, I when I thought about this, it was because... I was feeling like I had imposter syndrome with a couple of different things. And and I'll get into that um, in a little bit. But first, I kind of just want to, you know, let you guys know kind of what it is and, you know, the the ins and outs of, of imposter syndrome and what it may or may not be. You know what I mean? Like, cause we, we can take a term and we can think of something and we can read some shit on social media and think that this is us when in all actuality, it's not right. So <laughs> I just want to make sure that we are um, aware um, and, and, and if there, if there's a possibility that you do have this imposter syndrome that, you know, maybe there's someone that you can talk to about it and, and try to get the kinks worked out. So what is imposter syndrome? It's basically like you not feeling or, or you not thinking that you are as great as you are. In, in a in a sense right it's and that can be for that that's like an overall thing and that can be for anything it can be um with work it could be in your relationship it could be um you know as a parent it could be there could, it could be so many things that make you feel like you, you know, you could posit, you know, that you are not as good at, at something that everybody else thinks you're good at, or that you are um, presenting yourself to be like, you could, could definitely be like a bad bitch, uh, a 10 uh, on, on Instagram, but you're thinking that you're only a five. And so you're continuously, you know, you're, you're not like a bad bitch, like you're like a uh, something else, like whatever is less than a bad bitch. I don't know. Like you, you're not a dime, you're a nickel. Like, I don't know what, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you're thinking of yourself. But is that really the case? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? All the time. So anyways, um, it's, it's like you feel kind of phony, kind of fraudulent. It's like you feel like you're, you're putting on, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and again, you, you may or may not be, but that's, you know, that's the whole thought of this whole like imposter syndrome thing. And y'all know, listen, first of all, I'm not a, a, a therapist. I'm not a counselor. I'm not none of this shit except for to myself. So (laughs) all of these thoughts are just kind of how I perceive things. And just in case, you know, maybe there's something that may stick out for you that, can help you in, in this. And again, not in like a therapy type of way or a counseling type of way, but just in listening to the things that I'm saying, you know, maybe you can take something away from this and, and be great with it. So 
we know what imposter syndrome is, is there are a few types of imposter syndrome. And I got this information, like the actual types, because again, when I start thinking about things, I kind of want to research a little bit, but I do want to give um, these people some credit. It's on this website called Very Well Mind. Um, and the article is imposter syndrome and social anxiety uh, disorder. And they they list five different types of imposter syndrome because I, and I think that this is important to know um, just because we don't, we, we may not know like how to define these things. So I think it's imposter. It's imposter. It's uh, <laughs> important to know. So types of imposter syndrome. The first one that's listed here is superhero. It says overwork themselves to make, to make up for how inadequate they feel. Now, in reading this, in in reading these different, like, things, it made me think about a bunch of different, like, people that I've come across in my life. So, like, this one, again, how many people do you know work and work and work and work and work and work and not necessarily because they need the money or because you know it's like they're up against deadlines all the time or anything like that but it's like they're trying to prove themselves so they go above and beyond like and and not the good above and beyond, but the like well above and beyond. Like, bro, go home. Like, my nigga, like, come on. You've been here 24 hours. Like, it's time to go home. Like, type of ordeal. Because, again, and, and we we would look at it like, oh, they trying to kiss up. Or, you know, they trying to kiss ass. They're, you know, they, you know, trying to do this, that, and the third. Or we th- we might look at them niggas as the ops, like, this motherfucker be at work all day, every day, and, you know, you can't do nothing around them. They probably going to go back and tell, you know, we're probably thinking of it like that where in all actuality, <laughs> in which a whole lot of people are like that. But in all actuality, it may just be that they feel like they have something to prove. That's crazy, ain't it? I, you never would have thought of something, you know, of people like that as having something like imposter syndrome. Uh, the second one that is listed, it says natural genius set exceedingly high goals and feel crushed when they don't meet them. Never would have thought that that would have been under a type of imposter syndrome. I don't know if I really know anybody like that, that just sets super duper high goals and feels crushed but you know but what's crazy and this ain't funny but it kind of is a little bit but it's not I was just watching the fire festival doc I always want to call it fry I don't know why maybe because that why is in there the fire festival doc and oh boy not Ja Rule but the 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 dude that, you know, that went out and got Ja Rule, like the one that, like, actually made this shit up. He definitely, this was definitely him. This was definitely him. 
he kept setting shit. If you guys have not watched that, please watch it. And I, I, I can remember when like all the shit went down with the fire festival and I like saw it unfolding at, you know, real time, but it kind of like came and went, right? Like we didn't hear a whole lot after it and just watching this documentary really opened my eyes. But again, it just reminded me of him. So if you guys have ever seen it, you'll know what I'm talking about. The next one is expert. Never satisfied with their level of understanding, always trying to learn more. Never would have thought that that would have been a type of imposter syndrome. Again, I'm thinking maybe they just want to know more. Like, is that a thing? <laughs> what y'all think? Is that a, does that sound, that doesn't sound like it fits there. I mean, these people are, um, um, uh, counselors and social workers and shit like that, 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 uh, write these things. So, you know, it says medically reviewed by somebody that's a social worker or whatever the hell, but you know, so they probably know more than I do, but I never would have guessed that, that someone who wants to just keep learning, um, has imposter syndrome. Like what are they do they, oh, it, it, because they're not satisfied with their level of understanding. I mean, don't we all do that kind of? Like, who just be like, oh, well, I don't understand. I'm not going to, you know, it's not for me to understand. Not, not when it comes to, like, things other than, like, feelings and, and other people, right? <laughs> when it comes to, like, work and, and shit that needs to be done and, you know, education and, and, you know, just wanting to know more about the things you love and the things that you do. Like, I don't know. That one is kind of, that's kind of iffy for me. Anyways, the next one, perfectionist, never completely happy with their work, fixated on flaws instead of strengths. I don't know if that I, I don't feel like that's like the full definition of a perfectionist, but uh, again, another term that I really wouldn't have like thought that would have been a part of. And and maybe this should maybe this. Sh I don't know. I, I feel like maybe that should have been like characteristics or something, but I, they also have characteristics characteristics um, down in the in the uh, article, but whatever. The last one is soloist. Prefer to work alone, won't ask for help with, for fear of appearing weak or incompetent. Again, I've, like the only one that really, really like super made sense was like the first one, overwork the superhero, overwork themselves to make up for how inadequate they feel. Uh, well, that one and uh, well, it was something else that somebody. It was something else that one of these said. Uh, with their level of understanding, I'm trying. Nah, well, maybe not. Maybe not. Just again, like I, the the superhero one is the one that sounds more like what I would know of as imposter syndrome. Okay, so. But so we, we know what imposter syndrome is. We know that there's different types of imposter syndrome. 
But is it always imposter syndrome? Is it always imposter syndrome? I decided to kind of look at these things, look at this imposter syndrome with some things that I have been feeling like I have, you know, I can relate to this whole imposter syndrome thing. And of course, the number one thing is, let me, the number one thing is work. The number one thing is work. So it's like, I, 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 when I really sit and think about it, like, I know that I know what I know, right? I know that whatever I'm trained on, I can do. As long, you know, if I want to do it, if I, you know, if I'm physically capable of doing it, I can do. But there are so many things sometimes that can make you feel like you can't do it. And it's and it has nothing to do with you. That's why it's like, is it really imposter syndrome? Like, are you feeling like, like just because you're not sure about something, doesn't mean like just because you don't know something doesn't mean that you are uh, not good at what you do, right? I always say, and and again, I'm kind of talking to myself. I'm kind of talking my way through this, so bear with me. Um, I always say, no matter what the question is, if I don't have the answer, I'll find the answer. And I mean that. Like, I mean it every single time I say it. Like, and, and, and it's the truth. It's true. There is not a question that that has to go unanswered when you have the resources to find the answer for it, right? Sometimes you can be in a position where you don't have those type of resources. You just you just don't have them uh, for whatever reason, or you have to work extremely hard to get to those those resources. Or you have gatekeepers. You have people who who hoard every little bit of information because they know that they're going their you know their value in this space is going to outweigh everybody else's value because they have all of this this knowledge but they're being um being very selfish it it just doesn't make any sense for you to do that so you're willing to to hold on to all this this knowledge and if something happens abruptly where you have to leave the company like you you have left them with nothing and you can't really hold that you know you can't really hold that person um um accountable for all of it because the company itself should make sure that these things that are being taught and these things that are being learned and all of these new things that are happening should be documented. Right. Um, but again, just because you, there's something that you do not know does not, or even something that you have forgotten, you know what I'm saying? You know, maybe you've been in this role for, for many, 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 many years and 
you've just, there's just some things that you have forgotten. You know what I'm saying? There may be some new people that came in and, and they're getting, you know, they're getting refreshed on all the new stuff and, and they mention things to you, but you don't have an answer. You don't know what it is because it's new and you're not, you know, maybe it's something you're not working on. That doesn't necessarily mean that you are an imposter. It just means that you don't know. Right. Um, there's some there's some other things too and I'm I'm looking at um there's an, another article that I came across um and it looks like it's in Harvard Business Review and it's called Stop Telling Women They Have Imposter Syndrome um and they they made some points here about like you know who you know again, like they said, feeling unsure shouldn't make you an imposter. So that was the first thing that they said, uh, in the, in the article, which is where I got the previous dialogue from. And, and again, I just really, really, really agree with that. Um, the next thing that they said is bias and exclusion, exact, I can't say the word y'all. I can't say the word. I'm, I'm, I'm tongue tied. E X A C E R B A T E. Feel free to let me know how to say that because right now I just can't say it. But feelings of doubt. So when there's bias and when there's exclusion, you are you automatically feel like you don't fit. Basically, is what they're saying. It's basically what they're saying. You automatically fit. Is and how true is that? That does not make you an imposter it just makes it it, it just means that you're in, in around shitty people and again this doesn't have to be just about work this could be you know in in you know groups or travel groups or uh you know uh facebook groups or shit twitter whatever the fuck you know what i'm saying like the different little clicks and all this and the other that just because you're not a part of uh, XYZ's podcast circle doesn't mean that you're not a dope ass podcaster. You, you feel what I'm saying? So that's what, what I got out of that. Again, we have to um, not feed into s- all the time that something is wrong because that's not always the case. The next thing they said, um, the next thing, uh, the, the last thing that they said was confidence does not equal competence. Confidence does not equal competence. Like just because somebody is walking around uh, giving off these confident vibes does not mean <laughs> that they know what the fuck that they are doing either, right? Like... <laughs> <laughs> it just does not mean that. And a lot of times people are hired off of like levels of confidence and they can, they could truly like, they, like they are probably true imposters, right? Because they get in these roles and they don't know nothing about nothing. Right. And don't, and, and don't have to learn anything either because of the 
because of the um the the level of role that they're in so if they're like in a c-suite or if they're in you know any type of like high up leadership positions like these guys go from and I say guys because a lot of times it's it's males white males they go from from company to company they literally could go from uh uh being uh you know working at like pampers to to working at I don't know, hell, lorries or some shit. And they're two totally different things. Like, they don't know anything about the product. They don't know anything about anything. And I understand that leadership does just that. Like, they lead. But how do you lead when you don't know anything? <laughs> when you don't know nothing about the company, the culture, the people. And you're not, and you don't have to be taught that. Or you don't have to, um, yeah, you don't have to be taught that. Like, you know how you 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 uh go to a, a company that you can go to a company and they give you like, you know, all of this training on whatever it is that you're going to be doing at that company. Um, a lot of times in these leader, leadership positions is not like that. They just expect them to come in and just lead. And again, like they exude a bunch of confidence because they've led, you know, this place, they've led this big old place, they, they've led several other places. But confidence does not equal competence. And so you're you you being up under them, it makes you kind of feel like, are you doing something wrong? Like these, they don't know shit. Like, how do you know all of these things? They don't know. Do Is it that you know the wrong things? Is it, you know what I'm saying? Is it really imposter syndrome? So again, I had to do a little bit and I, I'm getting ready to wrap this up, but I had to do a little bit of self, um, evaluating uh when, when it came to imposter syndrome and I'll, I kind of just wanted to come here and and talk to you guys about it again it's it has happened at work and again it, that's just because I, I like some of the tools like they're just not accessible <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I find myself days feeling very very lost because I feel like I've been at this place long enough, I should know something. And some days I feel like I don't know anything. But I really have to just sit and like, I mean, like, I know, like, I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I know how to do it, but how to navigate and how to, 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 to learn the actual product, the way that I would like to learn it, like the actual, like, depth of the product that I'd like to learn I'm nowhere near there so it makes me feel like I'm an imposter like you know there's people around me that know there's people around me that may be picking up more than I am or but but also I have to understand that their situ their circumstances are different their their uh, positions are different they're a little bit more involved in this as opposed to this so I had to do I had to like talk myself off of a ledge like bro it's not you it's not you. It's really not. Um, running when it comes to running, like I have, I still, I still have not started back running. And sometimes, just to just to like keep it one hundred with y'all, it's because I just am I a runner? I I ask myself that. 
knowing good and well, I, I have several uh, medals that I've hung up on the wall. I have pictures. I have um, very vivid memories of of running these races or just running around my neighborhood and feeling really good about it. Why am I, you know, what, why would I, why am I feeling like I'm an imposter? I'm like a running imposter. <laughs> and it's, and you get know what? It's probably just one of those things where I just need to get up and do it again. Right. And, and I'll be right. I like, it's like, you can't take that out of me. Even before I, I see And this is what I had to tell myself. Even before I seriously started running, before I like really, really took it serious. I had been saying for years that I wanted to be a runner. I had been saying it for years, years, y'all. Like probably since it's probably been 10 you know, 10 to 15 years that I have been saying this, like, I want to be a runner. And, and off and on, I've, I've, I've chased that dream. And, and I'm, I've made it come true. But when, since I've fallen off, it's like, uh, were you just, were you just faking? Like, were you faking? Or was that just something that you, was that just a flyby thing? Or, you know, and I still kind of think about it like that. But I don't want to think that, I am actually an imposter to running. I think that, and I do plan on getting back to it and bringing my Running For Your Life brand back to life. Um, last but not least, honestly, I'm going to tell y'all a secret. Probably these last six months, and, and now that I think about the timeline, I think I kind of know why, but probably these last six months, I've low-key been feeling like an imposter to podcasting. Like, I literally, it's like, and, 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 and again, it's more than likely because I was so wrapped up in finding a home and all of the things that had happened um, over the last six months, and it's just been a lot. I mean, it's been... It's been so much. I don't want to give myself any excuses, but that's probably what it is. But the way that I had been feeling about it was like, am I like, it's like, am I, am I really good at this? Am I really good at it? Like the people, like, are people really listening? Like, okay, you know, I, and, I, and I'm not saying, like, in numbers, but, like, are people really listening? Like, do people really get something from this? Because, I, yeah, I do it for me, but I do it for y'all, too. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, are people really getting something from this? Like, I can remember when I first started podcasting and how I – um, uh, well, you know, I got on Twitter and I, I just started following all the different podcasters and just trying to keep up with everyone and, you know, uh, trying to just be a better podcaster. And then I feel like I have kind of settled into this, um, you know, this is what it is. This is who I am, which is great and, and fine and dandy, but it seems like so much has slowed down since then. Like, um, you know, a lot of people were, were asking me to be on their podcast. A lot of people uh, wanted to be on my podcast. A lot of that stuff has slowed down. So it kind of makes me, you know, it, you know, it, it just kind of makes me think, you know what I'm saying? Like, eh, 
this? Is it, is this, am I, am I making good use of my time doing this? And then I had to really think about it. Like, mm, are you still having fun doing this? Yes. Do you like, are you still, cause I, I still have like anxiety and stuff like right before I get on the mic and you know, I procrastinate, I wait to the very last minute. That's just about what I do with everything. Right. So that doesn't really have anything specific to do with podcasting. So I had to, you know, <laughs> I had to take that off the table. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, like I've, I've, I've really like just thought about it, but then I had to be like, you know what, girl, you don't you you're good like the podcast is cool you're cool you started the podcast with with uh you know having no guests for a very long time um you're able to do this and another thing I think is too like just making sure that I'm I'm staying relevant with like the things that I'm talking about and a lot of times um actually probably 95 percent of the time I'm I'm never talking about um, like current events, unless it has to do with like the shut the fuck up award or something like that. I'm hardly ever talking about current events because I want whatever it is that I talk about to stay relevant. You know, I want you to be able to listen to this podcast, um, you know, 15 years from now and still get something from it. So even in just saying that, I feel like I am um, not an imposter to podcasting. Another thing too uh, that, that always makes me feel like that is when people ask me what the podcast is about. <laughs> I can never, I, I have to always explain it like, did y'all ever used to watch Seinfeld? And do you remember when they said Seinfeld was the show about nothing, but it was about everything? Like it was, it was funny. It was always a different, they were all, you know, all of the characters were the same. They never changed, but they were, but every episode was different. You never really knew what you were going to get. Like, like one minute, you know, Elaine is, is, dancing like she is like it's something really wrong with her in the next minute like George is cutting a fucking um uh Snickers with a, a knife and a fork like <laughs> you just never know what you're gonna get so that and but I I feel like I need to like really define I mean damn it's been almost three years I've had this podcast I think like I need to probably like define <laughs> exactly what this podcast is because this really is hard for me to explain I mean I say you know I the main thing is you know living your life autonomously I talk about so many different things I just want people to feel good I want people to, to hear what I say and they be able to take something from it I want them to laugh I want them to uh just be you know look forward to listening to the podcast so I got like again I, I guess I'm not an imposter to podcasting <laughs> <laughs> so anyways no video this week um my my office is is a mess again like it's torn up all over again I'm thinking about moving things around whatever what have you so um I'm gonna start well actually um with which was what I was about to say podcast happy hour um I'm gonna have to be on camera for podcast happy hour so if it's a mess in here y'all niggas just gonna get what y'all niggas gonna get uh podcast happy hour has been scheduled uh, another black ass podcast happy hour for February 19th which is a Saturday which is uh next Saturday at 8 p.m eastern standard time 
9 p.m. Central Standard Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, we're, we're usually around for, you know, an hour to about 90 minutes. Uh, again, it's going to be a black ass time. Get your kente, get your, your happy hour drinks, you know, whatever your uh, spirits, whatever is, is moving in your spirit, bring it with you. It'll be here on my platform on the lit life podcast platform. Um, I am going to make sure that I schedule it so that links are available prior to you can go and you can, um, click the reminders on Facebook or on YouTube. Uh, and it'll also be on Twitter, but I don't think Twitter has like a reminder thingy. So, um, Oh, and and my co-host. Sorry, I didn't mean to leave y'all niggas out. My co-host for uh for podcast happy hour. Y'all know who they are. Chris from Shenanigans with Friends podcast. Um, Jay Book from Jay's Quick Three. Uh, Tamra from Tamra to the Break of Dawn podcast, and Audrey and Audrey from All Tales podcast. Which we got a surprise episode. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm gonna have to go make sure that I listen to it. But we got a surprise episode from um from Audrey. So y'all make sure that y'all go and check her out. <sighs> I think that'll do it. I hope that y'all enjoyed this episode of the Lit Life Podcast. And until y'all hear me or maybe see me again, peace.